Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you on today for this uh, Wednesday edition of the podcast, Morning Prayer, December 15th, 2021. We're continuing in our readings through Advent. Um, had an awesome reading yesterday, Isaiah chapter 9 and then Second Peter. Today, we continue on in chapter 9 of Isaiah and, um, and, and in Second Peter as well. Then we're also going to read the Gospel of Mark. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you on. Hope your Christmas is, uh, Christmas season is everything you hope it to be. Hope you're having some fun along with some moments of worship and rest. And maybe that's yet to come. Maybe the rest part is still yet to come. But hopefully it takes some time to do that. Um, yeah, I was saying a week from tomorrow. week from tomorrow. Today's Wednesday. So a week from tomorrow would be the first Christmas Eve service at Bayside because we're doing a Wednesday or a day the 23rd. We're doing 23rd and then two on the 24th. It's hard to believe, man. Someone's here. And then this weekend, of course, big, big at Bayside, a Christmas carol experience. That's going to be amazing. I hear it's uh, it's coming together very nicely. People are getting excited. Um, so, yeah, first show Friday night at 7 Two shows Saturday, four and seven. The experience is longer than that. The experience is, uh, you know, there's some fun stuff ahead of time. Um, Cal, the violinist, will be there half hour before the show performing, and he's amazing. And uh, then some fun stuff for the kids. Reading a Twas the Night Before Christmas, special appearance by Mrs. Claus and her husband. Uh, so yeah, so bring the kids early and it'll be a blast. Check out the website if you want more information about that, BaysideChurch.net. Christmas Carol experience this weekend. All right. Hope you guys are all doing great. Lois, Linda, Tammy, Dave, welcome everybody. Great to have you guys on today as we, uh, as we read through the Word of God. That's what we do. And uh, we're reading specifically now through the uh, Advent readings for um, Advent first. Advent week three. Um, and the theme for the whole week is, Behold, I send my messenger to prepare the way before me. Malachi 3.1. That's the kind of the theme for the whole week. Um, Advent three, the Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Advent. So right in the middle of the third week of Advent. So right at the heart of it, man. Whoop, right at the heart of it. All right, well, let's uh, let's do it. We're going to read Isaiah chapter 9, beginning at verse 8. Um, and uh, right after that beautiful pa Christmas passage we often read, which is what I'm preaching on this weekend at Bayside. I'm preaching on uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 through 7. Uh, but after that, you know, the Bible does continue on. <laughs> it's not the only part. 
<laughs> it does continue on. And um, yeah, so we'll be reading that today. All right, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's read. Let's see what the word of the Lord has to say to us today. Isaiah 9, 8 through 17. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it. Ephraim and inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart, the bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with distressed with, with dressed stone. The fig trees have fell, felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord has strengthened resin's foes against them and has spurred their enemies on. So uh, human beings, just human will, we're going to rebuild, you know, because it's... Um, they're being punished. I mean, they're 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 again. They're they're the external is just a symptom uh, of an internal spiritual problem, and they're like, oh, we'll just fix the the outside. No, that's not going to help. <laughs> you know that. You know that. We know that. Just doing the outside. That's not going to help. You got to you got to deal with the inside, right? You got to fix what's on the inside. Um. And they have some serious spiritual problems. Um, um, but the Lord has strengthened the uh, resins foes against them and has spurred their enemies on. The Arameans from the east and the Philistines from the west have devoured Israel with open mouth. Yet for all this, his anger has not turned away. His hand is still upraised. So he's basically there's going to be a theme here where uh, it just keeps getting worse because there's no repentance. Verse 13, but the people have not turned to him who struck who struck them, nor have they sought the Lord Almighty. Um, they're seeking their own uh, their own redemption. Oh, we'll fix it ourselves. We'll rebuild. We'll we'll replant. Uh, but what's missing is they haven't turned to the Lord. That's not good. I'm not quite sure what's going on with this podcast. This is kind of weird. Again, again, a weird situation. Whatever. Uh, so the Lord will cut them off from Israel, both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. Wow. Those who guided this people mislead them. Mm, so the people, there's a the leadership problem too. <laughs> the, the leaders are misleading the people. Um, the elders and the dignitaries, uh, those who guide these people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore, the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will he pity the fatherless and widows. For everyone, everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks folly. Yet for all this, his anger has not turned away. His hand is still upraised. It's going to get worse. It's just going to keep getting worse. Surely wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. Mm. Wow. So all that is just saying, hey, it just keeps getting worse. Um, the... Um, Israel's uh, facing judgment and they're leaning on their own understanding and their own arrogance um, to make it better, which is the root of the problem to begin with. 
Hmm. Wow. Like that's the problem is they, you know, um, what's the cause of the problem is not the is not the uh, is not the solution to the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if arrogance is the cause of the problem, arrogance probably isn't going to isn't probably going to dig you out of the problem. And that's kind of what was happening with the people of God, right? Like you've you've uh, you become arrogant and disconnected and dis uh, unconcerned with the Lord, and uh, so your arrogance has gotten you into this problem. Your arrogance is probably not going is probably not going to be what's going to get you out of this problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, repentance is what the Lord was after to turn to, back to Him. Second Peter chapter two verses one through ten. But there were also false prophets among the people. See the theme, right? Telling them they were just fine. Just you can do it ourselves. We don't need the Lord. There's so much of that stuff goes on today, right? Oh, you don't need the Lord. Just do it yourself. Uh, you know, or just make it up. You know, your own truth. Just find your find it in find find salvation on the inside. You're your own savior. Find your own salvation. Uh. But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false prophets among you. Second Peter chapter 2 is what we're reading right now through verse 10. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Just conspiracies. Just making up stuff. Just making up stuff. Get everybody worked up. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. Hmm. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held in judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them to be an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man, who was distressed by the depraved conduct of, law, of the lawless, for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, if all these things are so, if God uh, punished wickedness and spared the righteous, that's the point. He gave a list of like four examples there, right? Um, if this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials. Thanks be to God. and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Oh, arrogant. See, this is over and over. You see, you know, he's talking both in the Old Testament and New Testament about arrogance, right? And uh, the arrogant of the unrighteous. The righteous can get some arrogance too. And when we find that, when we discover we got arrogance, we need to, we need to fix it. <laughs> I need to stop it. Um, but there's a right, there's a particular um, arrogance among the unrighteous, right? That they don't need. I don't need God. I don't need God. I'll fix it myself. If there's some saving to do, I'll do it. 
and that's not going to end well. Um, but for those like Noah, those like um, these examples that he gave of, of Lot and others who were righteous, God can save them and he can save us. All right, let's go over to Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. This is the uh, this is Christmas without a crib right here. Mark chapter 1. There's no nativity scene in Mark. No no uh, no manger. No no animals. Ain't even no Bethlehem. <laughs> he starts he starts right with the ministry of Jesus. Uh, Mark's gospel, he, he just he starts just right out the gate with Jesus Jesus preaching. And uh, the preparation for Jesus. I love the Gospel of Mark, man. That's what Mark's awesome. Goes quick. One of the most popular words in the Gospel of Mark is immediately. Jesus is always on the move. Yeah, no baby lamb, no baby lamb, no little manger, no hay, no straw, no room at the end. They ain't even no end. Forget a room at the end. There's no end. There's no end. No census being taken. No, no Joseph. This is how this is how Mark begins. He says, "In the beginning, the beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God." Yeah, and no, no little baby. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, "I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way." A voice of one calling in the wilderness: "Prepare the way of the Lord; make straight paths for Him." And so, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Again, this connects with both of what we just read. The problem with both the Old Testament and uh, in their arrogance was their reluctance and unwillingness to repent. Uh, Peter, writing to the church, says there's going to be false prophets that will come to you. And that here's what they do, guys. Listen, this is very, very important. A, frost, a, a prophet that tells you there is no need for you to repent is a false prophet. You're good. You're good just like you are. You're great. You're wonderful. You're perfect. You're amazing. There's no need for you to ever repent. There's no need for you to turn from your sinfulness and to, to turn to Christ for your salvation. There's no need for that. Friends, if, if someone says that, that is a false prophet. I like how you guys are all listening. All the things there isn't there. No donkey. No. No. No magi. No shepherds. Uh. John, just John the Baptist in camel and camel's hair. And so John the Baptist appears in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance, turn from self-centeredness to God-centeredness. For the forgiveness of sins, the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the that's what's Christmas. See, that's the thing. It's like what we do when we read, we read the word of God. We read like what Christmas is really about. And what a Christmas ultimately about is not just a nice little warm story about a baby that laid in a manger. And, you know, and drummer boys that ain't even in the Bible, but um, and Magi and, and king, kings that weren't kings. They were Magi and, and all that, all that craziness. And, uh, you know, no crying he made. That ain't, that ain't the truth. Hey, let me tell you something. He cried. No crying he made. Come on. Come on, somebody. You ever seen a baby not cry? You gonna tell me Jesus didn't cry? Yeah, he cried. So anyway, anyway, we we read we get down to the point of what Christmas is all about. That's all great. I love it. I love all that the you know Jesus manger stuff. I love it. But Jesus came to call for a confession of sin and repentance so that we could be reconciled with God. And when we read the word of God, we were reminded of that. That was the purpose. And John the Baptist came to prepare the way of the Lord. You remember John the Baptist? He, he leapt in his mother's womb. Elizabeth, did you, did you see that? I know you didn't see that on a podcast, but Facebook Live. He leapt. He leapt. He leapt in his mother's womb. When uh, Mary, pregnant with uh, Jesus, came into the presence of Elizabeth, the baby, which was John the Baptist in Elizabeth's womb, leapt with joy. And here he's doing his, he's doing what he's called to do. Prepare the way of the Lord. I love this. The one who comes after me is more powerful than I. The strapped of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. He will, I will baptize you with water, but he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Power within. Mm, good stuff. Thank you guys for joining me today. Thanks for being on. So glad you guys are on. I don't know what's going on with the podcast. I hope it's working. I don't know, man. My son's computer I'm using. I I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's this gaming computer, and I think it's got probably a million viruses on it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, and so, yeah. I don't know how long this is going to continue like this because his computer is weird. So, But it looks like Facebook Live is working. So, all right, you guys, you know what we do? We, we, we pray, we read, we pray, we change the world. So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for uh, your word. Thank you for um, a reminder of the importance of humility and uh, the dangers of arrogance, um, the deadliness of, of, of arrogance. And so, God, I just pray that you search each of our own hearts, Lord, that you would uh, um um, look into our hearts, and if there's any arrogance or pride or haughtiness in us, you would, you would uh, remove it. That you would um, reveal it to us. We can, we confess, Lord, that um, there have been times we have been proud, we have been arrogant, we have been um, uh, pretended to be self-sufficient and not in need of anyone or even you. So, Lord, forgive us, um, forgive us for that arrogance, and for your. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. Grace fullness towards us. Lord, I pray for my friends today. I pray you would bless them and encourage them. Give them strength and, and, and blessing today, whatever they're facing as they're in the middle of this holiday season. Uh, may you just refresh them with moments of peace, with moments of grace, with moments of, of uh, your uh, tender mercies toward them. God, we thank you so much for your goodness and grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for being a part of morning prayer. 
Hope you guys have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.